0: Welcome to the I'm Uncomfortable podcast where we tackle the issues you feel awkward talking about and put ourselves into uncomfortable situations you secretly relate to.
1: We're not better than you, we're the same as you. We're just willing to publicly talk about our innermost cringe and shame. I'm Melissa and I'm Vanessa.
0: Let's get uncomfortable.
1: All right, welcome everyone to another episode of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast. We have a really fun one today, also very (laughs) uncomfortable. Uh, But before we get into all that, why don't we start off, as we always do, by sharing what has made us uncomfortable lately? And I will start. Uh, Today was a pretty stressful day if you haven't listened to any of the other episodes and this is your first one. uh, First of all, welcome, but also second of all, uh, I work at a school (laughs) and uh, we had a really important walkthrough today uh, from some folks that are higher up, I shall just say. And I just, it really bothered me that they were late things. I mean, I know it's difficult because it's not in person where, you know, they can just show up and be schmoozed and guided around and, you know, all that. But I thought that we had a very clear agenda with very clear Zoom links and extra clear timestamps. And yet people were not showing up to the places they needed to be or were asking me to admit people into the Zoom that were already and had already been in the Zoom meeting. So... I just, you know, it it sometimes baffles me and I get frustrated when people in positions of authority, or I perceive them to be in positions of authority, don't seem to know what the hell they're doing. But I already feel my blood pressure rising, reliving this with you right now. (laughs) So if you've ever experienced this, please reach out, let me know, so I'll feel less frustrated and alone. Uh, And now I'm going to pass the (laughs) uncomfortability on to you, Melissa. (laughs) What's made you uncomfortable lately? Oh, yes. Um, I've similarly
0: had a very stressful, frustrating work day, but I will just leave it at that and share another uncomfortable moment that um, is not work-related. Recently, it's been like 80 degrees the past couple days here, and I shouldn't complain because I live in Southern California and I have nothing really to complain about, um, so I was just caught in the in the middle of enjoying the fact that I could wear shorts and a sleeveless top in winter time, And then also knowing that the reason all of this is happening and that I could do this is because climate change.
1: And oh, then so, I had a
0: little moment of like, yeah, like, oh, no,
1: I was going to ask, were you like, oh, la-di-da, oh, no, climate change, <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. And then just in a few days time, like right now, it's scary windy today and it just poured down rain randomly for just like two minutes. And I'm just like, should I cue the existential crisis of climate change as an issue? I don't know. But that's my uncomfortable moment. Just Climate change, you know, ever present in our lives. Um, So, before I delve into a full meltdown moment of the ever relevant climate crisis, let's get (laughs) into the topic of discussion today, Uh, which is our first, (laughs) yes, please get us away from here. Our first try episode of season two. So, for those of you who don't know, Usually, uncomfortable situations happen to us, but once a month, Vanessa and I put ourselves into uncomfortable situations on purpose. So, in the spirit of Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day, Single Awareness Day season, whatever you want to call it, on this month's try, we pay homage to all the boys we've loved before by writing them a letter. (laughs) See what I did there? Get the reference. So shout out to Asian Boss Girl, actually, for the inspiration, by the way. They did this on their podcast semi-recently, and we thought it'd be something that we should try uh, our hand at. So here's how it's going to go down. So we're going to read a letter that we wrote to one of our exes, (laughs) and we'll share our genuine thoughts of them. And then we have a few questions to ask each other afterwards. Simple as that.
1: So. I want to I, know, I'm already I can't nervous. wait, but I can't. I'm like all of a sudden really nervous. Uh, but before we do so, give us like a second to calm down and we'll take a short break and be right back. All right. So we're back and I'm not any <laughs> less nervous than when we left for the break, uh, but I, I'm just going to pull out my notebook here. Uh, And I'm going to read the letter that I wrote and hope I don't cry like I did while (laughs) I was writing it. (laughs) Here we go. Let's just say that. Okay. So I started off with a quote uh, that was in this like journal that I use. Uh, It's from Anne Sexton. Put your ear down close to your soul and listen hard dear blank when i think of you i think about the crinkle in the corner of your eyes when you smiled i think about your slightly curled mop of brown hair and i think about all the ways that i hurt you when i met you i knew immediately that i wanted you to be it my first official true boyfriend God, it took so long for you to finally ask me out. I remember freshman year of high school, before we left for winter break, you asked me to meet you by my locker after school. And when you walked up to me and didn't ask me out, I was so confused and frustrated. It's funny because that moment I remember more than when we actually first started dating. I was so full of hope watching you walk up to me. So expectant, but that marked the start of so many expectations for better or worse. After that, though, we were inseparable. You were my support system. You came with me and some of our friends to football games because I was cheering at them. You got to meet my family and I yours. You were my first love, my first heartbreak, my first of so many things. I can't thank you enough for everything you and your family did to accept and support me. When I think about the end of our relationship, I think about growing up. When I was about to leave for college, I thought it was the smart thing to break up with you, I'd read about people who showed up to college still tethered to home, unable to adapt to college life or embrace it fully, and I didn't want to be one of them. You disagreed, asked me to stay with you, and my resolve faded. Off to college I went. But with me at college and you back home, our relationship grew strained. I was growing, learning new things, meeting new people, and you weren't going through the same journey. I forgot to text, our calls were strained, As I grew into me, I grew further from you. It hurt me years later when you confessed you wanted to propose. I loved you, but I told myself I needed to love me more. I was grasping for a way to justify staying with you. Get into a university. Do this or do that. I was asking too much of you while not giving enough of myself. To be honest, I changed too much at that point and I needed to understand this new version of myself. So... We broke up, finally, officially, at some point halfway through college. We'd been trying to do a no-strings, friends-with-benefits approach, and it just wasn't working anymore. I'm sorry for hurting you, and I'm thankful the universe brought you into my life. You were, are, one of the kindest souls I've been blessed to know. Your support and love meant the world to me, and I know I'm lucky to have had you in my life. My first kiss, my first love, my debut partner, my best friend. You're an amazing soul, and my only regret is that I wasn't able to be braver and kinder as I grew into the woman I needed to become. I hope you're happy now, and truly that you're with someone who accepts you for who you are. Love, Vanessa. Oh, (laughs) Oh, lordy.
0: I know. (laughs) I had to turn away, guys. And... (laughs) pretend to fiddle with my tea
1: <laughs> oh my gosh I was gonna break halfway through reading that Whew.
0: oh my lord
1: you know when I pitched well. this episode I thought I could handle doing this oh my gosh who oh. who is this person oh. hold on Reign it oh. in <laughs> I thought <Don't>. I... <laughs> I'm gonna start <laughs> it's just because Melissa knows who this is uh and mm-hmm. I-, I thought I could do this no problem uh, it's not like we didn't, you know, he and I met up later on. I just um, and mm-hmm. and had kind of a talk where I apologized um, and we kind of tried to smooth things over. But it's still hard. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, thoughts? <laughs>
0: <laughs> My thoughts reactions. are exactly what you said is that I know this person. Mm-hmm. And I remember you going through this process and not like and I'm a late bloomer y'all. So I was like I don't think I understand. Like I had a boyfriend in in high school but I realized later on that I didn't even like this person. Oh, <laughs> I was no. in a relationship because um because I saw other people in relationships and that was a horrible reason. But so yeah, I just didn't know the depth that a relationship could be in high school and it wasn't until college that I experienced that so when I saw you going through these growing pains I was like foreign land to me like I don't (laughs) like it just seems so deep and I couldn't understand all of it and to see you like articulate that from your perspective is it it makes me learn a little like a little bit more about you I mean I've known you all your life basically but
1: yeah I know but that was uh... a That was an intimate moment we had just there because I don't think I've really, I don't get into it too much because I think Mm -hmm. I'm ashamed of the way that I acted a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I was writing the letter, the feelings that came up are feelings that I've had before, but to actually write a letter about it and and dig deep for those emotions um, and those memories, it brought up just feelings of regret in a way you know when you realize you may you shouldn't have taken somebody for granted or that you could have acted better or I mean all the could have would have should have yeah the could have would have should have the thoughts and memories that it brought up for me were just so like full of like youth. Is that weird to say? Yeah. Just the no, newness it's not. of it all. The discovery mm-hmm. of of like what it means to love someone and what it means to fight with someone and grow with someone and grow apart for with someone or from someone. Um Yeah. It's just very
0: whew, Yeah. Did raw you experience. so you were talking about thoughts and memories. Did you like end up thinking about specific moments while you were writing um, the letter that seem to just like pop into your mind like those fights that you would have or like you know those moments that you were talking about and yes um, you know the, the football field and all that. yeah stuff. I,
1: I mean I, I think three big ones pop into my head really um the first one is the one I wrote about thinking that he was gonna ask me out and then he didn't and <laughs> I found out later he was just so shy um Aww. I have a really distinct memory of sitting on my couch in Merced and the TV was on, but I wasn't really watching. And we were on the phone. And I just, I thought to myself, like, we've had the same argument. We have had the same discussion so many times. I'm so over it. There's mm-hmm. nothing more to say. And so that was hard because I think that was one of the moments where really I was like, this is just not working. It's it really It's not working. Is, it's not working. Um, yeah. And then yeah. another memory that isn't positive, or maybe it's positive, I don't know, is um, this one time, and I didn't write about this in the letter, but it did pop into my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends, she lived in the L.A. area and, you know, she was going to take the train from Merced to L.A. Mm-hmm. And I was like, screw it. Let's just go. I'll drive. Because she didn't have a car. And it was yeah. maybe like 11 p.m. when we decided to do this. So she oh, wow. we drive to the train station, ask if she can get a refund for her ticket. They say yes. So I pack a bag. Throw it in the car. We drive down to L.A. We drive the whole night. And I like Mm -hmm. called him at like six in the morning and I was like, hey, I'm outside. So that was a nice Mm -hmm. memory that I that I did have of like. But see, again, that like youth spontaneity, like those things that just came so easily, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wow. It's like a movie. (laughs) (laughs) It's like one of those like to all the boys we loved before, literally those kinds of like spontaneous memories that kind of fill you with joy and it just is so associated with youth you know Yeah. but yeah have you well what are some of the lessons you think you've learned from being in that relationship
1: the biggest lesson that I learned was that I need to love someone for who they are not who they could be and I also learned that if you really love someone you don't try to change them you know, you want them to be better. You want them to grow and, and to be the best versions of themselves. They are the first, sorry, plurals. Oh my gosh. The best version <laughs> of themselves they could potentially be. And I think though that there is a such thing as pushing too hard. And there is a such thing as ruthlessly going after what you think is the best end goal without taking really where they're at or what they're ready for into consideration. And yeah, like to the point where I would try to give aspirational gifts they weren't necessarily, oh, yeah, they weren't necessarily like his main interest at the time, but I thought that that would be a good interest for him to have. Or I thought that he like would grow into that or liking that thing that I was giving him. And so mm-hmm. what it really was, though so was you, a reflection of me and who I wanted yeah, to be. I was going to say, yeah. yeah,
0: like you were painting this picture of what the ideal in your head would be for it to, yep, you know, be worth it to hang on to something like that.
1: All the times that I was trying to push him to be or do better or to want this or to want that. Looking back now, I know I was just projecting the things that I wanted for myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Not necessarily
1: maybe that specific item or thing, but the idea of that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think the biggest thing that I've learned is I need to just love someone for who they are and what they want to be.
0: And in the present, like love them in the present, not for something yeah. that you aspire them to be you know Mm -hmm. and that's hard because that comes along with with being younger too you know because you're both at the cusp of like this is the next chapter in our lives you know high school to to college it's like the traditional next chapter so you're it's that expectance of of growing and evolving so when I don't know it seems like something that would is not like atypical to a relationship in that time, you know? But, well, I know, I know the answer to this question, but I do want to ask it anyways. Have you grown and changed since then? (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, And I, I do have, I do have to thank him. And I, for just all the patience. Oh Mm. my gosh, the patience. Um, If you're close to me, you know that I, just love doing things and mm. being part a part of things and he wasn't necessarily that way all the time or even most of the time <laughs> and so he would just put up with me going to do this or that or joining this and that or like I, I there was something at our high school called fiesta queen I was gonna which, say which, is that what back you're thinking on it, about <laughs> That was one of the things. Looking back on it, it was just like a big scam to raise money for the church whatever. I had fun. I did it knowing <laughs> I wasn't going to stand a chance of winning because we were dirt poor. Uh but his family really took it upon themselves to help me out. And I think that really taught me I just I need to appreciate like not just the person but the village that comes with them. Yeah. And the way that they treat you and that was a hard experience to top for me when seeking out a different, you know, significant other. I was like wow, I I kind of need to see if I can get that same like family like match or like that same, yeah. embracing kind of vibe,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and also I think too not, not I don't want to say settling settling is not the word that I want to use but, don't be afraid to walk away, if especially when you when you think about the point that I got to where I had known it wasn't working yeah and I just kept staying because I was afraid of what would happen next yeah. so. If you're listening and you know something is not working, but it's just so familiar that you're scared Mm -hmm. to let go, just let it go. (laughs) Speaking of which, I think we should definitely take the spotlight off me now. And (laughs) You're like, I'm done. done." It's your turn to be uncomfortable (sighs) and my turn to listen.
0: In our one of our previous episodes, I think it was the holiday special holiday episode, we talked about like triggers. My and one of them for me is like sweaty palms, and for sure my palms are super sweaty right now. <laughs> I okay, Eminem, anxious. calm down. Sorry, <laughs> palms are sweaty. <laughs> my knees aren't weak. My arms are heavy because I, I I worked out my arms yesterday. Anyways, oh, I'm trying to avoid. I'm trying to avoid the, the inevitable here.
1: <laughs> you sure are. Let's get into it. Ooh,
0: okay. Dear Trevor, just the idea of writing this letter gives me anxiety, like I mentioned. But here I am, doing it anyway. The nervousness I'm feeling right now seems actually familiar and somewhat adjacent to the excitement I remember feeling when we would be spending time together. Okay, off to a great start. (laughs) So I won't lie and say I don't think about you from time to time. But just know it's never in any sort of resentment, because trust me, I've tried. In the past, I coped with the awful feelings and thoughts that come with breakups by placing blame. And frankly, it was easy to do so for the breakups I experienced before you. But of course, in my efforts to do the same with you, it doesn't work, which is the part that would upset me sometimes because it's easy to place blame but then I end up laughing about it shortly after because I remember the fact that I can't say anything bad about you is a good thing. It's a reflection of my growth as a human being. It reinforces that the choice I made in having you in my life was a good one. Oh God, this is hard. Okay. (laughs) Your presence in my life made me grateful for those before you. I remember being with you and recognizing that feeling of appreciation which is something I didn't fully realize before. The lessons that resulted from those experiences led me to knowing and trusting myself well enough to even allow myself to have feelings for you. I spent so long feeling nothing because it was easier and it was a breath, it was actually a breath of fresh air to be at a point of having relearned who I was and strong enough to be open to sharing all of me with someone again. Whew. However, with all of that said, it doesn't mean you didn't hurt me, because you did. It still hurts sometimes when my masochistic brain decides to bring up a memory we've shared, or when my brain defaults to thinking to whether you'd enjoy this new song that I'm listening to at the time. I wonder sometimes if we gave us enough of a fighting chance, but I've accepted that with or without that thought, it doesn't change reality. Part of me wishes I had the capacity to be friends with you because that was what we ultimately were to each other, best of friends. I also wonder if you've managed to keep all those pretty house plants alive. (laughs) We spent all day shopping and planting those. Thank you for for never making me feel like I was dumb. In fact, thank you for constantly reminding me that I was capable because I've definitely been in situations where that wasn't the case. Thank you for buying me flowers, even though I tried to deny wanting them. Thank you for being weird with me, for loving a good coffee shop just as much as I do, for looking at me the way you did, for crying with me through the two freaking days that it took for us to officially break up. And ultimately, for reminding me that I have so much capacity for love. God, okay. It's hard for me to think about letting someone else into my life. But even even through writing this letter, I realize that if that's the experience I had with you, I can't wait for the experiences I have with the one I ultimately choose to be with. I find comfort in knowing that we both didn't hesitate when we expressed our genuine care for each other's well being and that we were rooting for each other, whether we were together or not. I recognize that I am was a part of your journey towards growth, and I am not resentful or angry about that. You're a breathing, moving, thinking, feeling person just like me navigating through discovering needs and wants in this thing called life. I am sincerely grateful that our lives intertwine regardless of the outcome. You are just as much a chapter of growth for me as I have been for you. Sincerely, Melissa.
1: Oh my gosh. I how am I not a puddle? Ah, uh,
0: I'm surprised, surprised you
1: I didn't. <laughs> Watching you read that letter, I think, is actually one of the hardest things I've had to do in our friendship.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Why? Don't make me well, cry. Well, because I, I'm trying. You make yourself cry. Yeah, I do.
0: I don't need anyone to make me cry.
1: <laughs> well, I just, you know, also having known who your letter is for. Yeah. Um, I just, I can see how strong you are. And I think it even comes out in your letter. Uh, And when you said, when you started talking about like your capacity for love, I was like, oh, oh my God, you have such a great capacity for love. Oh, stop it. But don't. (laughs) Okay. Maybe, I hope you're calm enough to kind of talk about, you know, what did you feel writing that letter and what thoughts or memories did it bring up for you, either during or after?
0: Well, um, (laughs) It's funny because the way you're, when you opened with this by answering this question for yourself, you're like, I thought I could handle this. I mm. thought I could handle this only because you were like, let's do it. And because I, I was like, <laughs> oh god, I don't want to do that. I know. I remember we wrote this down as a um, as an episode idea, and I was like, let's just forget about that one. <laughs> but you and I said no. You, we're like, let's do it. And I was like, oh, you're right. I have to put myself into this uncomfortable situation or it wouldn't be this podcast. You guys,
1: legit, Melissa was like, no, like, that's so uncomfortable. And I was like, that's the name of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. the point, Melissa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But
0: it's interesting because maybe that was the, I, I think I did, I don't think I mentioned this before or during our recording of but I did mention to Vanessa um, this evening that I couldn't sleep last night and maybe that was part of it because I knew I had to write this letter. I didn't write it last night. I was like purposely putting it off and then I was like okay I'm gonna write it this afternoon. I had a break between some of my work items that I needed to take care of today and I was like okay I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna write it and it was interesting because I had texted you Vanessa and I was like did how long is yours, or you know, what did you write your letter yet? Because I'm gonna write mine this afternoon, and you're like, dude, I cried. Like dude, I cried during, <laughs> while I was writing my letter, and then I was like, good oh luck. no, you literally were like, good luck. Um, but surprisingly, I did get emotional. I am not gonna lie, I did get emotional, but I didn't like. I wasn't a puddle. Actually, reading out it out loud right now made me like. A puddle. <laughs> I didn't like fully become a puddle because I'm trying to be <laughs> I'm trying to be able to talk here. Um, but yeah, it was weird for it was a weird experience for me to uh, have these thoughts and and write it as if I were like talking to him, you know.
1: Right. exactly.
0: It's just so weird. I'm like, okay, well, what would I really say? And before we started recording, I was like, Vanessa, I'm nervous because I was honest. And and Vanessa was like, oh, so like all the other times you've just been lying (laughs) this whole time, of course I've been honest. (laughs) What else would you be? Um, But yeah, I think writing this letter was cathartic and reading it was even more cathartic. And in terms of the thoughts or memories that came up, I mentioned a few of them there's my brain just still to this day is just like I wonder how he's doing is he doing okay in school I know that he was so stressed about getting his master's and getting into that program and we had just broken up um, right like shortly after he received the, the letter that he got accepted and I was so excited for him and I remember When we did break up, I was like, I'm not, what makes me sad um, is that I won't be able to be there to congratulate you when you've accomplished this, you know? Um, Wow. Yeah. That made him cry. Well, (laughs) when I said that.
1: Did you, did you learn any lessons, do you think? I mean, from being, it just sounds like such a positive relationship that I wonder, I'm curious what lessons you've learned from being in it.
0: I have definitely learned um that I'm much stronger of a person than I think I think I was I was a strong person when I was with him and I made it a point because I had gone through such like shitty situations prior to that where literally I forgot who I was or what I wanted um and yeah, it, I, I, it's true what I said. It's like I spent so long feeling nothing because I didn't, it just was better to just not feel anything. Um, but when I got into a position where I felt okay enough with myself and sure enough with myself that I could allow someone to be in my life in that capacity, that's kind of, that's one of the lessons that I learned is that even though things didn't work out between us, I I know that choosing an experience that has a risk like being in a relationship with someone is worth it versus choosing to not have a connection with with that person or people in general because I had a tendency of pushing people away during that time because I was just like I can't handle being hurt so yeah I think that's one of the biggest lessons that I learned is that Oh, I'm getting emotional about it now. But um, having gone through this relationship, and even though we didn't end up together, uh, I still learned so much about what I'm capable of as a human being. That I can can successfully care for myself and care for somebody else without giving up myself. Because that's what I was doing in prior relationships to the one that I had with him. So it's kind of the biggest lesson that I've learned.
1: Okay. I, you know, and I really appreciate that you shared that. I just, I want to note for everyone listening that this was not a negative experience, mm-hmm. or at least from the outside looking in. And I I just, to have such growth, even from a relationship that did end, you know, I don't want to say positively, but it didn't end in like a big <laughs> blowout, you know, to have that kind of an ending and still walk away with lessons. is just so astonishing and like, wow, to me, mm-hmm. uh, and I mean, would you say that that's how you've grown or changed or how you noticed anything else in yourself since then?
0: Yeah, I think how I've grown is I've become, <laughs> not that I need it, I feel like, well, it's obvious now that I don't need it. But I used to be so disconnected from my emotions. Um, and I remember specifically feeling, I actually took an excerpt from a blog post that I wrote that was specifically directed at him. And um, that was that ending paragraph where it's like I recognize I am, that I am and was a part of your journey towards growth. All that that whole thing, I actually wrote that um, in talking about in a blog that I talked about um, emotions and how I'd rather choose to feel versus not feel um, because, you know, I've I grew up in an environment where we don't really talk about the things that are bothering us and over time I've learned that that's literally the key to successful relationships with people is being willing to talk through uncomfortable moments or things that make us anxious and versus holding all of that in so I've definitely grown to feel more confident in the feelings and and validating my own feelings as as something that I'm allowed to have well, there you have it. A letter to the boys we've loved before. There's one last question I do want to ask, though, as tradition is for our try episodes. Vanessa, would you recommend writing a letter to an ex?
1: A thousand percent. <laughs> yes, it made me emotional and it was so hard to do. And I, I really, there was something so different because you can write about A relationship. And I've written about what has happened, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, like journaling or or whatever. Uh, But to write the letter to the person as if you were going to send it or read it to them is just so different. And I mean, Lord knows if he'll even know or listen to this or so, you know, but just that experience of of almost facing the person, so to speak, brings up a lot of different. Like ideas, memories, feelings, than I think it would have or that it did in the past when I was just writing about what happened. So, highly recommend. And I, if you can get a friend, if you can sucker someone in like I did to Melissa to doing this with you, even better. Because I learned a lot about Melissa through her letter. Because just the way that you open up in a letter to someone you were that intimate with. It's much different mm-hmm. than the way you open up normally. So, I got to know my yeah. best friend a little better. So, also recommend that aspect of it. <laughs> She's making the you gross space. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, would you recommend? I know I dragged you into this, but having done it, would you recommend? She trapped
0: it? me, guys. She trapped me. She did. Uh, but, no, in all seriousness, um, I'm glad that you've pushed me nudged me into this uncomfortable situation um because i do recommend writing a letter to an ex um do i recommend sending it no um but i do Ooh, that's a good caveat doing it no <laughs> do not send <laughs> it this is for you especially
1: if they're like engaged <laughs> slash may, might be already be married don't send it
0: <laughs> oh no oh, no <laughs> no 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 do not put a stamp Let's on not be that, that person in the movie <laughs> Well, but yeah, I definitely recommend this um, as an exercise for yourself. It's one thing to have thoughts about this person and this relationship, but it's another thing to articulate that on a page and to actually mock as if you're going to have this conversation with them. It's weird. It's a weird experience, a cathartic experience, an experience that I recommend. That's all.
1: Well, (laughs) thank you all for listening today. And if you Write a letter to your ex, or if you do this experiment <laughs> with a friend, yes. please let us know how it goes. We really do want to hear how this worked out for you. Uh, highly recommend. And uh, be sure to follow us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and on Instagram at I'mUncomfortable.podcast. If you have an episode idea, question, or shout out, you can now contact us on our website, I'mUncomfortablePodcast.com. We release new episodes every Tuesday. So see you then.